As Australia's only national tile specialist, we're wrapped. You voted us number one. You want great prices, great range and awesome quality. Get all that and our lifetime warranty on tiles when you choose Beaumonts. Welcome to Homestyle with Shana Blaze for Beaumont Tiles. I choose Beaumont Tiles, you should too. For tiles, bathroom wear and now hard flooring. It is so good to have your company on Homestyle. We have new listeners tuning in from around Australia and also from around the world. I'm producer Jane Neild, and it's a huge welcome to Shana Blaze, interior designer, TV star, film producer, so many more. Little uh, strings to her bow. Coming up, we're going to talk about Beaumont's new hard flooring range. It has landed. We're going to chat with Rachel Gilding from Beaumont's to get the lowdown on that. But it's... uh, Mother's Day week. I reckon we can make Mother's Day a celebration for an entire week. Shana Blaze, how are you and how was your Mother's Day? (laughs) I am fabulous. This weather has been incredible and it was, yeah, it was a really beautiful Mother's Day. Like I have to say, I've worked every Mother's Day for about 10 years because of the block, because it's always on a Sunday. Uh, But, you know, we had an early dinner, got to get together, held some little babies and yeah, just really just a very casual, happy time. So I feel very lucky that, you know, that I had a lot of friends who their kids are interstate overseas now that we can all travel far and wide. Um, So I'm lucky that I have both of them in the same state. (laughs) Uh, Shout out to Jess and Carly, who we've had on the show before. I'm sure they're listening. Uh, I was wondering, Shana, for someone like yourself who has a very particular style, who is quite capable of, you know, making a room look incredible, is it hard to buy a Mother's Day gift for you or even a birthday gift? Because would Jess and Carly be kind of like, oh, well, but mum's got everything she wants and she knows what she likes. Do they kind of fear that? <laughs> Absolutely. They buy zero for the house unless it's put across <laughs> me. Like we want to get you something special, but you have to approve it first. So without a doubt, um, I think the thing is like I love wellness type stuff and and health and fitness and I actually got um shakti mats so it's a spiky ones like the massaging yes so it's it's, actually not a massage it's it's very spiky um but it's more about an acupressure and also um it, it just helps with your circulation and your inflammation and there are a lot of health benefits um but you it's it's a slow burn in the fact of like it hurts so much you've got to take your time and then ease into it <laughs> oh wow okay so now i've got an image of you doing your uh, you know salute to the sun a bit of yoga and then a bit of um pain shana on the back back balcony there <laughs> Well, it's, it's more like a meditation part in, in sort of stimulation. So if you look at it, the benefits that way, it, it's um, no pain, no gain. <laughs> uh, you're not one of these people that seems to be embracing cold water showers and therapies and swimming and things like that as well. If it's like a bit of pain for some gain, you're not doing the cold showers, are you? I, I did the cryotherapy. And in the fact of like it was a full body immersion and like it's three minutes and you're in and you're out. And then also um, I I did commit to sort of like having a normal shower and then just turning it off and staying in with the cold blast. Uh, but now we're hitting the cold weather. Nah, 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 nah. So it's not a full cold shower, but the blast is not working right now. <laughs> 
And do you have any advice for mums who might be listening, perhaps juggling a renovation, perhaps thinking about moving, selling, buying, when things get a little bit tough? I mean, you, you've been an incredible mum and, and had a really interesting journey over the last few years. Do you have any advice for us? Just to start us off with a podcast to, to say, hey, mums out there, stick in there. Oh, I think, yeah, look, I think the thing is, like, I forget how hard it was when they were little, I think, because, you know, distance is a great healer. But, you know, seeing what my son and daughter-in-law are going through and, you know, the terrible twos and, you know, I, I remember someone, I did a talk ages ago and, you know, the, she's got little kids and then um, she's trying to build her business and trying to get out there and, you know, the kids are sick and then they've got the something else. And, and I actually said to her, look, I'm going to give you some advice you may not hear is that sometimes it might be kinder to you all just to step back a little bit and it makes you a little bit angry because the guy doesn't have to do that but and that's just the the reality but sometimes to for your mental health your physical health and your peace of mind of being a good mum to your kids you might have to step back for a little bit it's always going to be there the career is going to be there. You may not think it is, but it's always going to be there. So I think it's really important to look at those moments where it won't hurt to step away sometimes to recharge, reconnect, and then move on. It's not like you're starting again. You just pause for a moment. And I think through COVID, we learned to pause and it's not an evil thing. Well, you're lucky, Shana, because you actually have amazing kids and you also have been doing work, film production work with your kids. We have spoken many times about the Fort movie, of course, uh, a film that explores themes around family and domestic violence. Uh, you were actually recently on another podcast, and I think we might put the link in the show notes, uh, talking about the Fort on Human Cogs, the Human Cogs podcast. Mm. Must be great to be getting podcast invites and, and to be able to talk about this incredible film film that you and the whole family have made. Yeah, and it's such a, it's such a great podcast because Sabina, we did as some ambassadors together for um, Kids Undercover and she's a, a, a very big supporter of mental health and, you know, her work and what she does and also for children. So it was really good to talk about the environment of what the movie does as a case of making change and I think talking about the movie about just being about family and domestic violence I think people get caught up in that but they're, it's they're fearful they want to stay away they're the people that should be watching it because what it all all is about is that it's about making change to who we are as society of what we accept and what we push aside and also how we treat each other in those very simple um, ways and coercive control wasn't big um, I wasn't talked about when we were making it, but the, the whole movie is filled with coercive control and you can walk out of the movie and go, you know what, I don't say all those things and I don't have that pattern, but I have said some pretty not great things and we just brushed it aside and I think we need to actually have a new conversation. So the, the key to solving family and domestic violence is to stop it before it starts. And that's the conversation that the movie happens to make in the fact that we've got a filmed um, panel discussion at the end. And it's about communication at the workplace, in school environment. And also when you're put in that uncomfortable position of somebody makes a, a pretty derogatory remark or a targeted remark. And it's like, how do you respond to it? So it's learning new tools. And that's the only way as a society we can make change. So I really hope people will understand that part of it is the devastation of family and domestic violence has not changed since the setting of the movie, which is 1990. 
and society and how we approach our communication and how we treat each other pretty much is key. Mm. So you can actually jump online. We're going to put the link in the show notes because, Shana, people can now book their screening for their local community. I mean, look, maybe if it's only 100 people in a in a local town hall or something or you've got a bigger theatre that you might be able to uh, fill out, FanForce will help you actually host a screening, which is pretty exciting. There's cinemas that only hold 40 people or 50 people, so you don't have to go for this big thing. It's not going to cost you a cent. It's just booking a screening and inviting people along to come and see the movie. And it could do so, so much good. And you are listening to Homestyle with Shana Blaze. I'm producer Jane Neild and we are doing it thanks to Beaumont Tiles. Yes, Beaumont's new hard flooring has landed. Hybrid luxury vinyl engineered timber at selected stores now. And we welcome back to Homestyle Rachel Gilding, who is on the team at Beaumont Tiles. We've had her on the show many times before. Hello, Rachel, and welcome back with so much new stuff to talk about. Hello, thanks for having me again. There is a lot happening in the space of all things flooring and design, so it's an exciting time. Well, of course, Beaumont Tiles, it says it all in the name, Tiles, but it's now Beaumont Tiles Plus, (laughs) The, uh, the hard flooring. So tell us a little bit about this and what this means for people who are like, oh, I've just got to deal with a whole nother store and then another quote and a whole nother lot of tradies that they can now come to Beaumont Tiles, not only get the tiles, do the bathroom and the kitchen, but hardwood flooring for the rest of the house. Yeah, it's just simplifying, I guess, that selection process. Um, You know, we've been the trusted experts for over 60 years in the tiling game. Um, We then ventured into bathroom wear uh, with ranges like our House 25. And now we've extended our offering into hard flooring. So things like luxury vinyl, laminate, hybrid and engineered timber. It sounds like the longest list, um, but I, I guess what it helps us do is offer various different budgets, um, the ability to achieve what we all want, and that's stylish space and a stylish home. And I think the fact it just makes sense to me because, you know, a lot of the time you've got the transitions from tile to flooring, and I I think it's a really smart move and will make the process for everybody so much easier because, you know, you've got different thicknesses of tiles and different thicknesses of Um, flooring that you've got to accommodate so if you're buying it from the same place you can actually really minimize the the problem of the transition of those two spaces yeah definitely and as well as have all the samples in the one space while you're going through that selection process too so uh, allowing you to not do the back and forth travel between different retailers and taking and alleviating a bit of that stress stress away as well Shana, back in the day, I'm imagining there was, look, I'm sorry, but I have this little snobby sort of attitude towards some sort of engineered uh, floorboards and, and timber. We've spoken about it on the podcast before. But Shana, I'm thinking back in the day, it was kind of like, it is Tasmanian oak all the way, full floorboards, old style, lots of wood involved. Timbers are becoming much more rare. Do you think people's attitudes have changed over time, Shana, about what they're willing to put on their floors because they see the benefits of maybe some of the new technology? I think that the 
game changer is the technology that's introduced. Even like vinyl flooring was one of those like, oh, my God, vinyl flooring. <laughs> you know, it used to hark back to the 70s and 80s of really those big rolls of spongy vinyl. And it's just it's not that anymore. Like there's so many incredible planks and vinyl and laminate that actually looks and feels like real timber. I think that's the different thing is that it was always just a print, but it didn't have the inbuilt texture, whereas now it does. And it's also that sound. People want to feel like they're walking on timber if they're looking at it. So the part of, you know, um, hybrid flooring is it gives you that. And also, you know, people are renovating more quickly. You know, people used to renovate and stay in the home for another 30 years, where people are now doing it for five years, four years, flipping and moving around a lot more. So we need the more cost effective. And the only way you can have the more cost effective is to have these types of flooring that are um, engineered and have a lot of technology to them. I definitely agree with you. I think that's what's set apart where this type of flooring has come is the technology behind it. What we've got happening in the space of each of these different um, types is such an advance. Like you mentioned vinyl, it's it's no longer that tacky looking vinyl. We, we've seen in the past vinyls really come leaps and bounds with what's possible and what's capable. So here you're talking about a, a multi-layered product, um, but it's got such a beautiful texture to it that it has, you know, to a degree, the ability to mimic the look and feeling of a natural material, but at a really affordable price point with benefits of being, one, super affordable, but easy to clean with a bit of water resistance as well. Um, and, and I guess each of these different types has a space where it really shines. Like luxury vinyl is really well prone to, um, you know, rentals or spaces that you are getting getting done and renovating quickly because you've got other time constraints, you know, be it family or other aspects. There's also the acoustic qualities of um, vinyl in the fact that, you know, yeah. if you're in an apartment living, that you want that timber look, but you're actually legally not allowed to through body corporate. And having the vinyl there means you have that soft acoustic um, with the benefits of looking like timber. And then also, like I know, I had a, um, a concrete floor and everybody had their polished concrete thinking, oh, it's amazing, but it was so cold and noisy. Yeah. And I put um, beautiful vinyl over the top of it and it was a game changer in the heating and cooling and a game changer in the acoustics. Oh, definitely. It warms the space, not just, you know, physically, but um, visually as well with the warmth of timber. And Rachel, the vinyl also can sort of mimic stone or even ceramic tiles. So why wouldn't you just go for tiles or does it come back to that, you know, that maybe acoustically or maybe just for the underfoot feel, for the warmth of it, the vinyl actually is a better option? Yeah, it all depends on your space and your budget and working to those constraints of, you know, where you're at. And we at Beaumont think it's important to be able to offer everybody this most stylish looks at, at a price point that suits them. Can I ask, Rachel, like the, the especially the vinyl and some of the laminates and that, are they DIY or you still recommend a, a proper floor layer? Because the thing is, you know, to get the best look, you've got to make sure that a, a professional lays it. But is there certain elements that is DIY? And I think that's really important too, that sometimes people think it's DIY and you're going to be disappointed with the lay. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, DIY is possible for the luxury vinyl, the laminate, as well as the hybrid. Um, but, you know, to get the best result and the best job, we do always recommend a professional. The thing with each of the categories is to just make sure if you are doing it yourself, that you're working with an extremely level and sound surface first. Uh, and then taking that little bit of extra time as well, if it's something that is new to you, there's no harm in doing it as a DIY job. But if you are wanting that professional result, we'd always we'd always recommend getting the pros in. Yeah, and I totally agree with that one because I've seen the DIY version and the professional version and sometimes just spending that extra two grand or one grand um, really does make the difference to loving the space. <laughs> Definitely. They've got... They've got the little skill to just finesse it to that nth degree. And that's not saying a DIY couldn't do it. It just might take you a lot longer. So you're almost better and more beneficial to spend that little bit of extra and get a bit more of your own personal time back to focus maybe on painting or another area of the renovation. And Shana, when you end up with a DIY job at my house, um, there was large scale tiles. DIY some vinyl squares onto the kitchen floor but didn't do any filling or prep under that so it's just beautifully cracked oh. now in all the little joints and it's just oh. terrible oh. <laughs> whoops <laughs> yeah I need to go in and see the team at Beaumont's uh, we spoke a lot last episode and, and it's always the theme these days about sustainability Rachel so you've got the four, four types of flooring but tell me a little bit about engineered timber and why for someone who is perhaps thinking about timber as a resource you know we know that some of these amazing timbers are becoming harder and harder to source what would you recommend for a sustainably minded renovator so if you are more sustainably minded um, a, a great opportunity for you if, if you don't have the budget for uh, certified hardwood flooring is certified engineered timber so uh, an example of that is our natured range which features a fsc certified french oak veneer layer um, what you have with hardwood is the ability to use offcuts or pieces of uh, traditional hard flooring that don't quite get over the line. Um, so you've got a, a different sustainability message there in that engineered timber is using as much as we can of that hard, the hardwood. Uh, so you'll find with a lot of engineered timber, particularly those that have been developed with a little bit more of sustainability in mind, that they will, one will feature um, a FSC certification or other forestry certification, but they'd also generally be nested. Now, that's a technical term for packing different sizes in one box. You'll still get the same coverage, um, but what it means when uh, a product is nested with engineered timber is that we're working with whatever the veneer we can. So, uh, you know, the, the, the planks just might vary slightly in size, but what this gives us is a really natural look and feel with that edge of using all that we can of the, the actual hard flooring. I think what also is great is that you're mentioning certified. And I think that's the important thing also is that it's where it's sourced from. And that's the important thing of sustainability. It's also for the quality and making sure that um, you're not making, <laughs> making sure that you're not um, deforesting the country. Mm. 
Yeah, I love the idea that you're using smaller bits and, and things that previously would have ended up on the, the dump pile are actually being used. Uh, so there are the four types of flooring. And like you said, Rachel, look, for someone like me, it's a lot to get your head around. Okay, which one? What's best? What are the applications? So I'm guessing head into the store and just talk to one of the Beaumont teams and I'm sure they can answer all your questions. Oh, definitely. There, there are a lot of types and it, it all just depends on your budget. So at an entry level, we'd probably look at a luxury vinyl, but also if you're in a space where you're needing the extra warmth and acoustics, then moving through to laminate, then hybrid, which is just so technically advanced. It's an amazing category. And finally, your engineered timber as another type of product offering can be overwhelming. So if you are a little bit stuck, definitely pop into a Beaumont store and reach out. Now, Rachel, before we let you go, you have been jaunting off to Spain for another trade show. So can you just sort of give us a little bit of the vibe internationally from a couple of the recent uh, trade events that you went to? And how was Spain? Valencia? I mean, hello. That must have been gorgeous. Oh, it was stunning, but also very windy. (laughs) Great food, though. Uh, from a design perspective, a lot of the international so- shows, so we had Chevy Sama in Spain. We've also had Ish, which is a bathroom wear fair in Germany, um, as well as most recently coverings over in America. But they all sort of hark back to, I believe, your last episode where Shana was mentioning what's happening with trends and styles uh, and our movements there. So we're still seeing a lot of that come through in the sustainability space, um, natural look material coming through. So things like Belgian bluestones, limestones, travertines, colour and decoration. I, I know Shana spoke about colouring and tones in the last episode. So here, very similar to what we've seen uh, and a lot of earth tone neutrals coming through. Still a lot of curves. I don't see them disappearing. And what else did we have going on? Also that minimalistic type of theme as well. So Probably the most highlighted thing from all of them is just the advances in technology. So from tile glaze technology to app controlled bathroom wear, uh, it's a really fun space at the moment. Apps for I bathrooms? Think the thing is- yeah, we're talking apps to control water temperature, uh, how heavy it's you know, coming out also to control your mirror or your lighting in the space. There's a lot happening. Wow, Shana, are you onto the bathroom apps yet? <laughs> I've seen them. I don't have one, um, but I have seen them. And and I think the thing is also, Rachel, is that I haven't been able to get to a trade fair since before COVID. So yeah. to hear what you're saying, again, in the fact that we're, we know that that's what's happening, we know that's what it is, and we're utilising that um, here in Australia and we we're right up there with the trends. And so, you know, I remember the, the trade shows that I'd been going to, I'd come home and I'd go, you know what, guys, we're actually doing a lot more. But they do have a lot more advancements of just the technology. But I feel like in Australia, we still have our own unique style and we have other countries that look to us for trends. Oh, definitely. Uh, we've come leaps and bounds from Australia where we used to be in our adaptation of trends. And now we're almost in a space where to a degree we do influence some. I mean, a good example is curves. A lot of those started coming through here in Australia and now they're they're seen across all the global fairs. So I, it's the design world's changed a lot from um yeah, where it used to be. And I think technology and social media has really influenced that. Yeah, have to agree. 
Well, Shana, we need to get you off to a trade fair soon. I think if I'm, you know, there's surely something in Paris this year that we can send you off to, isn't there? Uh, I think I'm a bit. I think there's one later in the year, but it's more when it's winter. I'm not sure. <laughs> I've had enough winter. <laughs> Well, Rachel, thank you so much for updating us. And I know there will be people listening who are going to think, oh, yes, I've just now got the option to do all the floors, the tiles, the bathrooms with Beaumont Tiles instead of, like I said, you know, having to find another company, having to go through a whole other quote process with other people. So sounds like it is going to be a very busy year at Beaumont Tiles. And thank you so much for giving us a bit of an update. No problem. Thank you for having me. And I'm sure we will talk very soon. And you are listening to Homestyle. We had so many incredible listener questions last episode, Shana, a big bumper edition that they have just been coming through via the email for our <laughs> What Would Shana Do Q&A. I think we get that hashtag out there. What Would Shana Do? A podcast at sen.com.au is the uh, is the email if you'd like to send us one of your questions. Uh, one from Sam T here, which seems like a relatively simple question, but what would Shana do? Shana, I struggle with artwork, thinking of getting some photos frame, but what kind of frame won't date? Is there such a thing? Um, well, it depends what the look, like, you know, definitely the traditional will not date. <laughs> that will not date. Um, black. And white will never date. Oh. The colours of timbers at the moment, like the modern, you know, oak is very big, but oak will have its cycle. Um, walnuts coming in, that will have its cycle. So it might be a case that, you know, if you do get those beautiful timber frames, it might be a case that they might add, be out of style for maybe eight years, but then they'll come back. So it depends on the look that you want. So maybe if you don't want it to date, stick to purely white or black or go with those traditional looks. Okay, I reckon that's a pretty good answer. Uh, what would Shana do? Uh, Viv from Melbourne says, I'm about to start a reno on our one-bedroom apartment that is pretty small. Would love to hear your thoughts, Shana, on how best to maximise a small kitchen bench space when doing cabinetry updates. With my kitchen, that's Ooh. the place that will always have things on benches, taking up space, e.g. To toasters, kettles, uh, air fryer. Any tips to make sure you have space for them, but also bench space too? Tough, tough gig. Oh, uh, can I just say an air fryer in a small apartment? <laughs> How committed are you to that one? They take <laughs> up so much space, so much space. Uh, look, I think the thing is, is, you know, it, it, you have to go into tiny tiny home caravan caravan mode and everything has to try and have a bit of a dual purpose. You can actually get extensions of um, shelves that come out. So it's it's literally the thickness of a bench top that sits just under. So you could actually have a couple of those sitting under your bench top before it hits um, a drawer and it comes out with, a, you know, a fair bit of stir sturdiness. So it'll actually add to your bench space. So it just means if you're using the bench space, you pull out the little leave to come out and you could actually put your plate on there. You could put a bowl on there. So you're doing all the chopping and prep on the main surface, but then you can't fit your bowl and plate. So you pull out this extra extension leave underneath the bench top that allows you that extra bit of bench space. And then also it is a place for everything. So I think the great thing is that don't expect everything that goes into a large kitchen to fit into a small kitchen. So look at appliances that do double the work 
that work very hard. So it might be a case that your blender might be a double blender in the fact that it could become, you know, a mixer or something like that. So you could actually have those things. Your air fryer, do you, how often do you air fry? You know, is it something you use all the time? Absolutely. If you're not, it's taking up too much space in your kitchen. So really do a um, debrief and a declutter of how you live, what you want, and make sure that it's, um, is it bench worthy? Is it cupboard worthy? Is it drawer worthy? And what about adding some hanging space? I've always sort of liked being able to just reach for a utensil. I mean, often you sort of have things in utensil holders on a bench top, but if you can get that vertical space happening, surely that's got to be a game changer in a small kitchen. Oh, one bedroom apartment. I think Ooh. that's going to be a real visual clutter. Like I get ah, what you're saying that yeah. there are some beautiful, you know, if they were doing a one bedroom apartment, I'm guaranteeing it's, it, it's a modern one. Um, you can actually get, Rather than hanging, you can get magnetised wall plates so your knives can actually go magnetised on there or your ladles and simple things can actually sort of go magnetised on there as well. Um, the other thing is that you actually might have a small butcher's block that has storage in it that's on wheels that you can move around. So it sits, you know, near the laundry or near the side of it and then when you're utilising it, you're bringing it around. Um, I think that's the important thing. And also get onto Instagram and look for New York apartment hashtags because I find that I see things like storage options and like you say, these, you know, little pop-out bench tops. There's some incredible accounts out there that is just all yeah. about maximising uh, bench space and, and using those tiny little spaces that almost some of those apartments in New York, it's literally just like a cupboard-sized kitchen, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, my God. Unbelievable. And also, like, um, you know, look at Scandinavia. They do simplicity very well and they don't have much. But in they take their kitchen with them. So their kitchens, that's why IKEA is so good and so big, is the fact that their kitchens – they bring them in and then once they once they move out, they take the kitchen out too. <laughs> That's really interesting. I know they do the same thing from a you know friend from Germany. It's like, you know, what are these these places you rent with everything's actually in there? It's like, no, you you rent the shell and you take your own kitchen. I think we're gonna see that become a bit more of a trend in the years to come, Shana. I hope we can solve mm. our housing crisis in Australia very soon because yeah. people are doing it really tough. I love it. What would Shana do? We'd love to hear your questions for the podcast next time. You can send us an email, podcast at sen.com.au. Shana, we're out of time. I'm guessing you're back <gasps> on the block and right in the midst of it as well. We might get an update next time. Absolutely. It, we're forging ahead and it's looking great. And of course, if you would like to host a screening of the Fort movie, the links are in the show notes and also a link so that you can listen to Shana talking about some of the themes behind the Fort movie on the Human Cogs podcast as well. I'm looking forward to listening to that. And thanks to Rachel from Beaumont Tiles. Yep, they have solved a whole lot of problems in one place when it comes to your tiles, your bathroom, and now the hard flooring. It's landed hybrid luxury vinyl, engineered timber and more at Select. Stores. So head on in and talk to the team who make Homestyle the podcast possible. I'm Jane Neild. Shana, we're going to catch you in a couple of weeks. See you, Jane. Always an absolute pleasure. 
Thanks for listening to Homestyle with Shana Blaze for Harris Scarf. Shop in store or online today. Harris Scarf, great brands, great prices and Beaumont tiles. I choose Beaumont tiles, you should too. For tiles, bathroom wear and now hard flooring.